Reddit, like, or never no, 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 no. Boom, go ahead. Four, yeah. four agreements. And I want to oh, make sure I, I said I, I, it is the right book, but it was a part in Four Agreements, man, where the, the guy the guy was saying, like, when you come into this world, there's just things you have to accept. You didn't even accept, you know, you didn't even like get to choose your race, your family, your name. You just had to accept these things, right? So uh, where I was going with it is like, you know, when people talk about freedom and stuff, we were never really free. We just had to come into certain things and accept the laws that were given so sometimes the whole argument in, in my opinion about freedom is like it's it's uh fugazi man it's just we just have a level of control that makes us feel free to a certain extent you know like i mean you know you pull up certain websites you, you might get in trouble you know what i'm saying it's like, there's no real freedom you know sure there's there, a dark internet there's a dark web yeah and, and then you get caught with that and you're all of a sudden you're like jared from subway right getting locked <laughs> up you know but but even like just other things that you do like people selling drugs through the dark web and, and yeah. whatnot using crypto and i'm not saying that's like a good thing i'm just saying like there's people that argue the free and it's like we're not really free we're never really free most people aren't really free you know what i'm saying it's like the pursuit of happiness we are allotted freedom to pursue it but i, I yeah it is interesting it's almost like we entered a predetermined situation and then you kind of have to assimilate and if you don't you will be looked at socially at least as kind of an outcast you know what i mean yeah like, oh, yeah interesting like so we're free only if it's done this way <laughs> it's like it's like we're free until it's approved that you're free you know what i'm saying like 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 and, here's and how I, to be I free that, follow this I, like okay. and i say that and i say that in a, in a weird and it sound, might sound really confusing or whatever ah, we're like, just a bunch of you know dummies. yeah <laughs> yeah dummies, right like like you know like i said before when i grew up i didn't want to i i didn't i just grew up to want to be whatever right i didn't realize i had to be the black kid or whatever the world kind of taught that and then you put constraints on that and then you're not really free because when you're a child sometimes you, you just be like you don't know you just have you're just like hey what's going on my buddy or whatever and then as you get older then these rules start to come in and then you're like and it's like well i never i never thought to be this way i wanted to be this way you know i just was just trying to be and and then you're you're then you just realize that hey like i'm in mario 64 and this is how the game was played for mario right i'm a mario poor black dude and i realized when i had to grow up in order for me to be successful in a um how can i say in a in a safe environment or whatever they deemed to be successful i had to be more agreeable more likable not loud or whatever whatever the, the stereotypes are right and more power to the the people who, whatever culture they are, were able to still embrace it and still be successful and be themselves, right? But for the most part, you're taught that this is what you're supposed to be, you know, in order to to uh, to succeed, you know. Like like I, I there was a point in my life where I used to feel like when they say the right way, it's like you might as well just call it the white way, you know, for a while, mm. you know. Cause like this is the right way to eat and blah 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 and usually it was what 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 like my white friends they like have a salad and avocado and like and when black people eat the way they eat or whatever culture eat that's like they're dumb you know they don't know how to eat and don't know about nutrition and for a while it was just like wow is everything that's right supposed to be 
white. Now, granted, now, granted, though, we are in America, where majority of the people are of Caucasoid background. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Shit! Caucasoid. Look at how scared we are. We can't even say the the color. Nah, what? Well, white? No, because when I say white, then I start to sweat and I'm thinking white girls. I'm like, oh my god, Jagave. Uh, that's so, what you know. Uh, Caucasoids, okay. but you know, so it's just like, but but like, we're not really free, but you just you just accept the rule, certain rules to a certain point that this is how things are supposed to work here, you know. It is In interesting. America. The idea of freedom is fascinating because, like you said, if we're a young nation, right, the youngest supposedly, but also the most advanced, um, and we have this notion of a man we all left our, you know, shitty, you know, countries to come to this free land where it's anybody's, you know, anybody's take. And we're going to start brand new, like with the best ideas and the best everything. I'm like, okay. Like, I, I guess that's how it goes, right? At least the idea. But then we kind of find out as we get older, oh, by the way, there was a bunch of uh, motherfuckers living here before they came here <laughs> and they just slowly killed them motherfuckers off and reduced them to a small yeah, population. Yeah. And now they're yeah. over here like, hey, everybody from other countries come here. And when you come here, you got to, you know, do these rigorous tests and, you know, you got to, you know, pay taxes and then you, then you could come here, but you got to learn our language and, you know, all right, do what you got to do. Play by our rules, right? Yeah, and, play and by our rules. Like, and, and I get it. Like, it's like, it's like, it's the, the funny thing. When it's you the think country club. It, like, uh, right. I mean, because because you know, Thanksgiving is around the corner to talk about like the pilgrims and people came here for religious freedoms, right? Uh-huh. And then they came here because they're like, we want to have a right to believe in certain. Because that's mainly main, one of the main reasons, right? If I if I'm if I'm correct, like let me know. But um, so they came here for that, and then they come over, and then the, then you're like, okay, well, you know, certain witch, some women can do certain things, or they be considered witches and kill them you know, certain different religions. So it's like you came here to practice your religion freely and have that. But then the moment something else came in, you wanted to burn them, right? That's exactly why you left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah, wasn't probably so as strange. bad because they didn't, I don't know if they burned people in Britain or whatever, but it was like, it, that, and, you know, and then like, <laughs> so checked up. And it's not even funny. It was like, yo, man, thank you for helping us survive through the cold winter, through Thanksgiving, right? Let's be so thankful for giving each other these things and surviving. And then guess what? We kill your ass by by covering you in smallpox and other stuff, right? We bring disease. We bring disease that your body can't handle, let alone uh, liquid flame. What, what, do they, what do they call it? Liquid, <laughs> liquid flame, pretty much that, that fire water. Oh, fire water, which is, you know, alcohol. Mm-hmm that that uh it, you know native american people tend to be more addicted to you know um See, the story is interesting the story is story, interesting and then and then you come over like we free yo but these dark motherfuckers man let's bring them over they they're resilient and guess what they're re- resilient to all these other things and natural causes or whatever but they ain't resilient to that that pork <laughs> high salt which is a different story. Like some, some believe that the reason that high blood pressure is high in America for Black people is the ones that survive through the, uh, you know, through the trades were able to retain water easier. So that that's some of the theory to it. Like 
so high blood pressure what happens is you 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 retain water so your your body is like i guess absorbing more salt or whatever because salt really usually retain water while sugar will also like make you pee a little bit more right so they were able to retain water more but by doing so when you eat salt salt retains water and then puts more pressure on your 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 vascular system you know damn that that's just one one theory you know that yes. i was reading about yeah. and, and and i'm like okay it makes sense because the, the ones that couldn't probably would have died got thrown overboard or some weird you know like jacked up stuff right and to, and to even think about like for me to be alive you know how many things had to be right for my family lineage to to get here through all that you know it's crazy the story is fascinating for sure as we're yeah. trying to piece it together like just from you know where you started with the thanksgiving and you know kind of landing here and shit but when I really think about it, it feels like your lineage uh, has been here for a long time. You know what I mean? Where if you're descend or if you are descended from, you know, the motherland in Africa, I have a feeling there were people maybe coming here from there. But I also have a feeling that there was a lot of motherfuckers that was already here. Now, the black people that was here in America, I have a feeling they were like the Native American people. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see like native uh, African people, right? I think there was that version here, but black people took on more of a native American type situation where they're also of the land, also able, like, think about it. If black people well, were native, say what? No, it was like most native people of any country were of the land, right? Yeah. They learned how to repopulate it, use, use the, the, the resources, the Mon. circle of life. Right, Come so you on. could even you can easily, other than putting lions in there, you can easily use the Lion King statement in Circle of Life, and then put it into the Native American way of life living, where yeah. right they they yes. never stayed, they didn't stay in farm one area. What they did was they moved to different places and let the soil repopulate itself. Mm-hmm. Right, this is why some people are saying that the soil in America and in California is going bad because they don't give it time to heal itself. Replenish, you know? yeah, replenish, right. But that's like kind of like what you know. I mean, any native person w- was thinking that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're they like they're all. I think they're all the same descendants, just obviously some different hairstyle or whatever over time of evolution in different um, areas through the world. You know, like you, you notice like, and it makes sense just because you're closer to the equator. But most people, most islands or anything that's closer to the equator, the people are darker of a darker skin. You know what I'm saying? It is a fascinating point you bring up. I have a tendency to believe that um, there's a couple species for sure. I don't think we're of the same, like same DNA per se. I have a feeling there's like three different prototypes, maybe four different prototypes where there's, you know, Caucasoid and there's Afrocensius and then there's, you know, soy sauce people. And then there's, yeah. <laughs> and then there's uh, I think that's about it. Maybe middle, middle, middle Eastern, um, kind of that look. And I think those are the four prototypes, maybe. And then from there, it's kind of like uh, that's where it's weird because it seems the idea of farming and the stuff you were talking about, irrigation, understanding how to sow off the land, you know, migrate and do all that. That was embraced by a lot of, you know, native people per se, right? See, As you see, said, what I, what I would probably say that they're the four. I'm just spitballing this, right? The four yeah, would be. That's all we doing, baby. That's all we doing. Yeah, 
Cockazoid, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say something bad. Spanish rice, right? Oh, oh, Spanish rice. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Sp- yes. Spanish rice. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I shot. Black as Aurelius, right? And yes, then, and then you, like, like, like you said, uh, soy sauce. The reason <laughs> yeah. I say that is because, uh, say Spanish, Spanish, Spanish rice in in black, you know, and a mixture of white. They they mix, and you can get kind of the Persian look, right? Okay. Uh, maybe the Caucasoid and the and the uh the blackazoid <laughs> mixed together and they look Indian, right? Because I look at some Indian Indian like Indian like from India, right? Mm. I look at some Indian people, I'm like, yo, we have very similar features. Just your hair is all straight. Mm. You know, it looks like the, the the black dude who permed his hair hella long. But it's a, but a good it's point. like but it's like a mixture. So it's like you had the black and white mixture and you had another mixture of a little bit of Indian and or uh Spanish and black. And then you mix some of that and then some of the hair or whatever, like over time. And I only say the mm. uh, the Asian or the soy sauce is because, you know, uh, you just one is large Two, when you look at the 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 people, a lot of it are similar. But then, like I said, the African and Asian, I think some of them, I, that's why I really when I look at Filipinos, there is like the Filipinos have a lot of, in my opinion, black features. Right. But then you have the Asian and black, and then a little bit of Spanish too, because a lot of a lot of Filipinos I've ever met, at least in this case on that Asian group, a lot of Filipinos I've ever met when they're mixed with white, they look more like Spanish or Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the most part, yeah. So I, I think those are the four major, and it just depends on the the mixture of is the mixture the the potency of each blood type, you know. So how about this? Then? How about this? Let's 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 put them together. Okay, all the Caucasoid people are from where, like North North, like you're taking Ireland, Scotland, yeah, all I'm, of Europe, I'm like and, Ireland, and Russia, uh, Greenland, uh, Nordic people. Like, yeah, Russia. You know. All the North basically is yeah, just all yeah, because, Caucasoids because of the white, the fair skin. Uh, mm-hmm. to because, I mean, yeah, lack of sun. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then, which will also coincide with the uh, the soy sauce. Yes, because that would be the next tier would be kind of getting close to the equator, which is yeah, USA, uh, tip of Africa, middle of Europe, China, and then like Japan and Korea. You're kind of getting that whole thing. Plus all of the middle stuff like uh, Vietnam, Laos. So you're getting all the, you know, fish sauce and soy sauce people. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I would clump ah. them up and there's probably like little differences in between there, but let's just clump them up. And then you go to the South, then you get all the Spanish rices. You know what I mean? On the, on the left side, you move over and then it's all the South African. And then you get into the bottom half of Asia, which is like New Zealand and uh, Malaysian and Singapore. And, you know, India's kind of middle bottom, you know, and then you get Filipinos. So it feels like, I think you might be right with the four prototypes. For I mean, sure. even even if we want to throw an Indian as a fifth, as like like you said, we need to Malaysian or all that. There's yeah. a mixture of that and those features too. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to disregard that, but when you look at that, might be the five major food groups. You know what I'm saying? The curry people, there you go. right? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the, they are unique. The, they are unique too because their histories are very unique. Um, but then you look at Filipinos. I think going back to the Filipino thing, at least what I've thought is or have come to the other assumption. There's stories about how the Philippines was at some point highly, 
highly dense pop, densely populated like millions of people were either living there because there was a lot of commerce going through there in a world yes. where it was a little more seafaring so they said motherfuckers went as far as like africa for as far as like india cats were going through there because to get to the pacific side you go through the philippines so it was kind of like a natural port and i think from there it just kind of was an amalgamation of a lot of different cultures and people throughout like different time frames you know yeah. you bunch people together like this is us and then we had the era of you know whoever the egyptians were and the you know phoenicians and you know byzantians and you know whatever all that history is that's a different timeline but the, some of their remnants are here like romans and the greeks that was a different timeline so we're in this timeline and you know trying to think about that and trying to place at when and what point is you know this all happening at, at the same time all these migrations and these uh patterns and then you come to america which is like this is the weirdest one because it's like how are we new but then we're hella advanced and we're hella uh integrated at least for the most part as a country like there's a lot of different cultures here you're like huh well, well why is there well, hella I mean, cultures here already like what is this, how does well, this work well because you get the you get the freedom to minds and whatever you know like on certain parts right um but also come to believe that in order to push ahead like in anything right it's all about the youth right like because what you like what, what is i think it was old john was saying this in one of those marvel movies and even though it was kind of funny it's like we create the thing that's going to take over you know and so sometimes you create kids right you create the you create the thing that's going to take over next right and so the youth what happens is we implant the ideas that we have right and they've already learned the ideas and we are now limited on what we can what we understand of those ideas and the youth comes at it at a different angle right and they're like they're able to see it understand it and then be like, well, how come you guys didn't do this? You know, mm, because sometimes we are taught. Yeah, because sometimes we're taught a certain thing. And then we just, after a while, we, we fight it, we fight it, we fight it. And then we create our new, new norm, our new reality. And we cannot think outside of that because mm -hmm. this is what we were equipped to only understand to a certain level. And now mm -hmm. we in place all the history that we knew and then our new history. And then the new group comes in and be like, wait we know all this we don't know this and then have you ever looked at this part because you know this looks smarter you know and so that's why i think the younger country our young country is a little bit better at technology because we were newer and able to accept newer traditions and create newer traditions as opposed to like certain things that have just been set in their way for hundreds of years you know does that make okay. sense I could see that. I mean, I'm, I'm just making it, uh, you know, no, I, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely open. I'm definitely open to any, any theory. I, I don't know. I have, I have ideas, but that's just all it is. It's just speculation like that. I, I think for me, I'm in the camp of, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think that's a, I'm thinking where Hawaii is, right? That mm -hmm. seems to be, because when you see Samoans, Samoan people are interesting um, and kind of like the Pacific Islander, kind of that that mm -hmm. world, because you see like them big dudes, you know, with the curly hair. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So that that look does have very similarities to the, you know, Africanus. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, that's yeah. Africanus and a vibes. Bit of, and a little bit of like, Japanese too with the sumo wrestler oh. bigger style or whatever you know and then 
there is yeah. something there. So you're thinking in your head, you're like, okay. And, and their, you know, their mysticism and their kind of ancient histories date back to like, you know, like the gods and shit, you know, like kind of like that Roman type style of uh, worship to some degree, you know, like the sun God and kind of that thing, you know, volcano mm-hmm. goddess. Um, maybe because if you think around the outer parts, right, you're thinking California had Native Americans or America had Native Americans. Up north, you had the Inuit people, the Alaskans. And then mm-hmm. to the left, you had like, you know, the Japanese, the Filipinos, the uh, what else is down there? Like the Samoans, all those people. Um, and then, you know, you go to South America and then you have like the Mayans and all those people. Right. So you could almost mm-hmm. make an argument that a lot of those people have similar looks and features. So yeah. imagine all of them that were just in that middle space where Hawaii, imagine Hawaii if they went down like, I don't know, the water went down a couple, you know, miles just to see what's underneath. And then maybe it was a landmass where all those cultures were living together. And then mm-hmm. once something happened, they migrated out. And that's why they kind of infiltrated from, you know, borders coming in. And I think black people were a part of that. I think because if you look where, you know, Jamaica, the Bahamas and all that shit is, I'm like, yo, yeah. Jamaican people are fascinating people because I've asked a friend of mine of the Africanist, you know. They look more African, in my opinion. That's than, what than I'm black, thinking, than, right? Than American black, right? Yeah, so. yeah. But there is something there where it's like, yo, you're definitely of the Africanist, but you also have this island vibe. Yeah. Like, who are you guys? Like, where'd y'all come from? Ja, where did y'all come from? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. See, those are no. mysteries like that, like Haitians, well, kind of that thing. You know what I mean? Like, yo, who are y'all? Like, are, cause yeah, they because Haitians are a mixture like a French too, or you know what I'm saying? They, they can the Caribbean, yeah, the the later yeah. colonizations. But they, that yeah. meaning that if they if they got there, that means they were there already. Yeah. So what are they doing there? How do they get there? Because were they Africans that just you know, hey, we just gonna settle down here? And just do some island shit. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Jamaica got up on right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they That'd be fast as hell and running too. They seem like they're from ancient culture. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, like, and if I backed up to say why I think there that there is some African blood in Filipinos, this is just me. Like I said, hey. every time I see a black and Filipino person, they usually look more black. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. for the most part, it's like they yeah. look. The features like are more the, pronounced. The feature, yeah, the feature, and all it is is usually black people with maybe different texture hair. Not better, because some people, depending on who you say, you know, they get offended by it. But like, you know, silkier hair, like they, you know, what I'm saying for the most part. True. And I'm just Jaylen like, Green, so boom. That, Jordan Clarkson, uh, boom. Right, right, because I know <laughs> I saw, I knew you saw that. They talked about the first time in NBA history the two Filipino people were played on the game. I was like, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know progression but for the most part although they're mixed right they black they look they look more <laughs> black they look more black right i'm not even trying to take away from the filipino hair but they just look no, more black it's just right? a fascinating when you blend them together like you said there are it, it seems like it's a little more of a black look even though it's yeah you would think it's a 50 50 split there's a dominance in the genes of the africanists and there's a dominant gene for the most part in the Africanists, right? But like when you see a mixed black and white person, you can almost tell, right? For certain features are are smoothed out, let's just say, right? In a weird, in a in a way, right? Oh, very true, very true. Right, you can tell, but it's like sometimes I see a black and Filipino, and I I couldn't really tell you, you know? Because there is a there is a twinge of Islander in all black people somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. where it's like, did you guys know that y'all were from like islands, right? <laughs> it's, so, it's almost like you guys have been in America for so long, maybe that you just forgot that that's where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you guys, this thing has always been, and this is like us too. Like I'm speaking from a Filipino person where our history has been remixed and sampled and remixed, and broken apart and remixed again. It's the remixed baby. Oh uh, man. Right? Like, like you said, like, yo, I couldn't put a finger on. I think we are just the whole entire world at this point in terms of, you yeah. know, you can just look at our well, food. I, we, we bite from everybody. We're like, we'll take some fried chicken along with some chow mein and we'll rice, make some rice, egg yeah. rolls called lumpia. Like what? Motherfucker, you just take it yeah. all the shit that, you know, but then again, all those people yeah, probably just pass through. So, yeah. yeah and, and, I, and I, and I, like, I mean, like I said, being in the Navy, man, I'm like, if there's one culture that's everywhere, <laughs> you know, man, I'm like, y'all everywhere. Straight up. Straight that's up. what I'm thinking. So, we're so, migratory. Like, we're a migratory, uh, you know, kind of species, I guess. That's kind of our MO is to navigate. You know what I mean? Like, to just move and kind of, you know, spread whatever it is that we're spreading. I don't know what it is, but yeah, at least that's how I'm seeing it. But that's just through my 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 experience or my lens, because it's like, yo, we are kind of chameleon like we just kind of blend into most spaces. We could roll with everybody. We're not aggressive. You, we're, or, we're, you know what? Yeah. Like I feel like like you're you're the second Filipino person I know that would be like, we don't really have a culture. It's like it's just like you kind of lost in the. I mean, like, what they uh, tell us is very rudimentary. It's like, yeah, you guys in America. This. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even the Philippines, like I try to look at like what's known there. It's somewhat debated, but there's not really a hand on it because, you know, a lot of it is still old, broken down buildings. I mean, I have theories, but it's too hard to piece together. You're talking about a thousand islands of hella people on each yeah. one. You're like, what? Yeah. Each, <laughs> each little se- separate dialect. Uh, but then again, yeah. it's like similar to like, I would say it's similar to black people in America. Right. You got the South dialect. Come on. You know man. what I'm saying? Like, but, on. you know, sometimes like what? Yeah, even a, you know, I'm like, what? Even it's a? true. It is. It is even truly a? like that. If you squeeze, if you put America in just like a small condensed area, like, and just see how that would be, the exchanges would be, it'd be pretty insane. Like, just because it's so different culturally and socially, you know, just in the middle of America, all the way to the East Coast, like, it's really just like, yo, you travel oh, yeah. the I mean, world yeah, just yeah, being in America. Like even like you have a New York dialect, and then you have a Boston dialect, you know. Yeah. And then you have Atlanta dialect. Shout out mm-hmm. to the Braves that won. Um, oh yeah, there you uh, go, Atlanta. Right. Okay. Uh, so you have all that, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Africanus, you guys are a Africana. mystery, just like everybody else. But I'm thinking, yeah, you guys are part of the island. So I think there's Africans that are in Africa, and then there's mm-hmm. also uh, another species of black people that were from the island portion or may have been yeah. seafarers too i'm thinking black people might have been seafarers man because you know like for instance what, what's a big stereotype about black people y'all can't swim we don't we don't swim. okay anytime i think of any type of stereotype it's almost like you just walk towards it and try to figure out how it got to that point and it's almost a mind game thing where it's like you're just kind of jedi to believe you can't swim or something when in reality like yo more likely than not once you guys probably just Hey, you know what? Hey, motherfucker, we can do this shit. Oh shit! Like, yeah, well, like it's not, yeah exactly. It's like that's what happened to basketball and shit when they was making that shit up in Canada, and there was like John Wooden's like, yeah, man, the peach tree, and then Black was like, it made in Canada? Because yeah. I feel like was, I forgot if it was Canada or Kansas because I feel like Kansas was Canada, the first place bro. Had it. It's Canadian, yeah, yo. Yeah. It's Canadian, and we we <laughs> stole that. Americans stole that. 
You and then black people it. was like, yo, we could do this. And white people was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, it, it's funny to, it's funny because I feel like like Canada is always sh- shitting on, on USA stuff, but it's like, it was like they shared a lot of stuff and then like. They're the nicest people on earth, man. <laughs> yeah, they're like, go ahead and steal this game. Dude, John Wooden, Canadian, bro. Come on, man. Drake. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. Come on, man. Hey, let's see what country yeah it was in 1991 in springfield massachusetts by a canadian oh so the, a canadian created but it was made in america okay because it says springfield massachusetts by a canadian oh, but it was made by education. a canadian <laughs> i mean i've seen some canadian girls man I, how about I this if america if an american dude made it up in canada is it an american game <laughs> Americans claim everything is American, right? Like, well, it was American. And that's only in our mind. That's what I'm saying. What kind of yeah, mind fuck is that where anything because, American will flip it and be like, yo, it's pro-American. It's it's America. We're the best. <laughs> yeah, because because we're we're uh I mean, we like you said, this country was created off of narcissism, right? Like like the, yeah. the proclamations that uh what was it not the proclamation? Uh, it was the manifestation destiny, right? I, oh I, manifest I, I'm destiny. Saying manifest destiny right where you're meant to expand and whatever right but a lot of it is just based off of selfishness right of independence right so of course we, are, we have probably some of the most narcissistic people in america in the world so you're talking That's about it started like it started like that from the beginning it started out from the beginning right oh. let's go because we need we need our own freedoms and they was only talking about like five dudes in the room, <laughs> but only they, made, they made it. Room, th- they yeah. made it. Th- they made it seem like it was us too. Like you guys are included. I mean, <laughs> like, no. I mean they. I mean they. And and the thing is, like, you only use people against what they say, right? So part of it is like y'all. Y'all the ones that fucked up. You said every man should be created equal. I didn't write that. <laughs> there was no way I wrote that, or someone colored. You wrote that, and you didn't follow your own agreement. You know what I'm saying? But see, what do you think that really meant? If if we had to go back in time, right? Let's let's go in our time machine. You know what I mean? We go back in time, okay? And we just roll into the room, right? The room where they're all up in there with the well, white first wigs of all, and shit. I ain't roll, I ain't roll in the room like that, man. I'm powdering up, shaving the beard. Hey, up, you up. never know. Well, we go in like a, you know, like a, a silent, silent. We they can't see us, right? So we're just yeah, there yeah. on the fly on the wall. Hey, we're we're a fly on the wall, and we over there. We seeing them in their, you know, whatever their outfits and shit. And they signing it. What do you think the inside the room talk is going on, based on those pictures and what we know? They're like these shall be free. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't really know what they were saying, but you know, it's there, crazy there, how you can't are... put yourself in there. You're like, what is no, what's going on I, in the I, mind? I don't. I don't have to do more research at that time, but there are <laughs> there are. Uh, rumors are statements that a lot of things that were first established in america was created by black people too was in in association with black people you know like our but yeah. I, I would have to look it i have to look it up but um i mean like peanut some, butter no 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 <laughs> like, that's, that's some good shit i had like 12 uh open heart surgery was actually Invented by a black man, but um, and oh. early Black History Month, but um, what was it? They're saying that uh, man, my memory shot. What was it John something who, who was saying that British are coming? 
Paul Revere. Paul Revere, right? Booyah. There's been stories that, that they said Paul Revere wasn't the only one doing it. It was a, also a black man did that, too. So, uh, they just Paul Revere was the one who was just credited with it. Well, yeah, because there's oh, a lot of so that, Paul right? Revere had some ghost writers. Ghost ride the whip. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. <laughs> they it? throw it in our face. Ghost ride the whip. Ghost riders. Paul Revere. Black people was there. Man, see. Hold on, let me see. Because it's William Dawes. Let's look at it. Okay, so yeah, William Dawes is white too. William Dawes. I don't know. I'm so because I, I want to make sure that I mean I know we're just football and people can say you're stupid. Man, but. we are dumb as fuck. <laughs> I outright said, do not listen to anything we're saying. We are just fucking having a conversation, folks. We don't know shit, man. But I can believe that. But what does that inquire? That that, that means that. So so Wentworth Chesswell, right? Oh, that's my dude's name. <laughs> Wentworth, right? It's Sir Wentworth. Fucking Wentworth. <laughs> what yeah, the fucking fuck? Wentworth? So, so supposedly it says Wentworth Chesswell. I'm only laughing because I'm only laughing because that's such a that sounds like some bullshit, right. man. It's, it's it's bullshit because it's like, well, you know what? I want to. It's sorry. Hella lazy. Whoever like, had to rewrite uh, this no, definitely didn't I'm, just add like a new name. They were like, we'll just stick with it. I'm, no one I'm even noticed. I'm laughing because it's like it's like one of those things like Wentworth Chesswell, Wentworth Chesswell, and it's like and it passed to a white a black dude and, and like what? Like the like the, yeah. the record skips. What? 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 And he's like like trying to hide himself and he, he perms over his hair or has one of those white wigs to act like he's not black. Like Wentworth here. Like, <laughs> I mean, just, that is like, that is not, the like, thing you're thinking. Yeah, that's course. what I think because you know, like I have so many Asian friends that come over. Like, what's your name? My name is Nam Tom. What's your American name? Billy. Uh, <laughs> Billy Tram or whatever. You know, because like it's and that sounds jacked up, but it's true, right? It's like you're like, yeah, buy, oh, that uh, sucks. My, name is, my name is my name is Bob. My name yeah. is Bob John. Like, but I think name? it's that weird assimilation thing. I think it's just you know right? trying to shed and that that, that history. You know, and yeah. that's why I'm only laughing because it's like Wentworth Chesswell is like, <laughs> dude, like that's I, just a fuck, the that's jacked made up part bro. of me is like that's the made jacked up, up part of me is like I kind of want to make this my 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 gamer tag name. <laughs> like that's gonna you should. Be my... That's two birds of one stone. It's not only creative; it is also putting people up on history, <laughs> right? But according, according to the Google search, it says Wentworth Chesswell is considered New Hampshire's first archaeologist and the first African-American elected to public office in the United States. He rode north when Paul Rivera rode west to warn colonists that the, that the Redcoats were coming. So he supposedly rode in conjunction with him, right? And that's usually left out, you know? What's his name again? Uh, Wentworth Chesswell. What the fuck? What? Worth Chestwell. Oh, days. Hi, my name is. What if I change my name? Marcus Marcus Chestwell. Hey, how you doing? My name is Marcus Chestwell. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna uh, text you the name just in case. That's how you spell it. But um, where's Chestwell? <laughs> that is wild. Right, like I, it's kind of. But dude, how many black people do you think know that dude? 
I, I I don't think there's a there's not a lot unless you're like ultra ultra black and went like I read every black history thing because there's a lot of things I don't really know and you know I is there a certain amount of history that black people need to know? It depends on where you're from, right? And it depends on how I am not of the the, Africanist. uh, So 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 I mean, like news to me, buddy. And I hate to be the gatekeeper of all black (laughs) things, but like there was things I didn't know. I didn't know about Juneteenth. I didn't like there. Like, like I said, I wasn't brought, oh my God, I wasn't brought up to, to, I knew I was black, but I wasn't brought up to always separate myself from that and be that way when I, when I was growing up. It's to know that you're black, to know these things, but you didn't have to know everything that happened to the black culture. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know about, I didn't know about, like, like I said, Juneteenth. I didn't know about that. And people were like, well, you didn't know about that? No, I did not know. I didn't know I was supposed to know, you know? Yeah, like true. That was the actual date when black people were supposed to be free. I didn't know that. What they said was, "This is the day they're free," you know, like or or. But the only reason I learned more was because I did take uh, African American history class when I was in junior college, and there were certain things I started learning more about, like you know, a, about like Black Harlem, you know, or Black Wall Street in you know Oklahoma, all these other things, right? Uh, I knew about the mommy, baby, baby. Yep. Actually, that's what the song's kind of about, right? And you Crazy can, people don't even know that. Get, that was on U.S. Yeah. soil. You know what I'm saying? Straight dropping bombs. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa! Like they, uh, like what? Two, alert, two, alert! <laughs> yeah, just like Marcus Garvey was one of the first ones to try to get go back to uh, uh, Africa movement because what was going on was they he believed in segregation, right? That's what he I'm said, saying. You know what? Let's not integrate. We're better oh. off separated, Exactly. Right? Just use and, the system to your advantage and just keep it in the house. That's it. But do yeah, business keep, with everybody, but you use capitalism for your advantage. And you yeah, keep, keep things separate. The, yes. Keep, yeah. Like, and that's why it's like, keep it black, keep it on, black owned, you know, whatever. But like, at the same time, like, I, one of the most fascinating things I had when I was going to that class, though, wasn't necessarily what was going on in history. It was a lady I talked to, and she said, no, like, keep black people oppressed. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, me being young and angry, I'm like, what are you talking about? It was a black lady. She's like, no, keep black people oppressed. And I said, why? She said, because you realize that the pressure that you put on them, you make them stronger. You, they, they, they rise even more. And by loosening it up, they make them weak. And that's what she was thinking. I was like, damn, I kind of agree with that. I just don't like the whole idea of feeling I got to walk through the, the thing getting, you know, tarred and feathered or anything like that you know hmm. so that's a I mean, fascinating like, theory well because one of the things is right like i i think i i've said this before and it's not being hardcore if i don't have choices then i can go through anything hmm. you know what i'm saying like if i was like 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 one of the statements i said to people when they say how do you do open heart surgery it's like it's simple i either do it or i die it's not it's like you just go through it, right? When you when you look at a certain things, like this is what it is, right? Because sometimes what happens and what weakens us is that we get the thought of what could happen instead of saying this is how it is. Get the fuck through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I get some of that. Doesn't mean I want to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people uh, avoid resistance. Right, but when sometimes resistance is the thing that adds strength to you, in a weird, weird way, man, it's so weird, right? It's true. Need pressure like to weight make training, diamonds, man. Yeah, weight training is not. You're not lifting like light weights all the time and gaining muscle. You would, if you were, you would have to do more. You would have to do more reps with less, right? Mm-hmm. 
way more reps with less. So you you would have to do like 10 times more than if you were having more resistance. You know, I'm just throwing out odd number, weird numbers. I don't know the amount, but it, it just takes you longer. Mm-hmm. So resistance builds strength. That's no, a weird, 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 weird. I mean, and it does. It, it just, and this you was your teacher, or this is just a no, this was a lady in there, right? In there, <laughs> like a student, time, yeah, a student, yeah. And she was just like, nah. And I was just like, man, like, I, I think you're a very smart lady, and that's why I respected what she said. I just didn't agree with it. But then as I got older, I was like, it makes sense. I don't like it, you know what I'm saying? But you know, with, with. Now, and, and I would say for the most part, with resistance, you get stronger, right? As long as you understand how to, like, you have to accept it, too. You know what I'm saying? Because another part, too, about mental health, I think, is that a lot of people have issues. It's because we, we don't accept the situation, right? If it comes to dating and, and why I haven't grown, it's because I'm still holding on to a belief that's not realistic. And I keep torturing myself instead of accepting what's real, right? And then moving forward. And by getting stronger by whatever the resistance i have like okay and then understanding like oh like if something comes around to say well i got shot down by this why don't i even care about what you said you know that attitude right because you just now build up the callus the emotional callus but what happens sometimes is and if i'm you know i throw in dating all the time but what happens is that we sometimes as people hold on to this belief of what it should be instead of just accepting where you're at and what it really is and, and working from that, you know? So resistance does create strength in a weird way. Like, I think, even though my beats are better now, I think that sometimes I make more creative beats when I was on the ship and I didn't know how to do stuff. And I was like, how do I sample? And I had to figure out how to do stuff. Was it whack? Sure, at times, right? But sometimes you're like, how did I get that to work? You become more creative when you have less sometimes too. Right. You're like, how did I fucking figure this out? Because what you do is you you if you're really into it, you're like, figure it out, man. This is what you got. So you got you got two scissors and a pencil, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Don't overthink it. It's weird. I mean, I think I know actually, because I think sometimes when you get creative, you have to think you have to think about it. You have to be not overthinking but you have to be very specific of what you're doing and paying attention attention to your fucking detail about but what I you're think doing, when you, know you were I'm mentioning like when you were talking about when you were making beats on the ship <clears throat> mm-hmm. it was probably a little more instinctual it was a little more uh learn as you go but hella exciting and it was so yes. new it was like this is the most fire shit ah! Listen to you. Yeah, and then you go back long. and like, bloop, 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 bloop. Like, yeah. But I think the the connection I can make there is because it's spontaneous and it's because it's so fresh and it's so new and it's so exciting. And you're just amped. Like there's a certain innocence to it where you're just so enamored with, you know, just the fact that you could produce something and then play it. And it's like this shit, that that kind of, you know, whatever that is at that early stage is so it's it's something that it, at least you hear that echoed across different types of uh you know passionate or you know passion you know things you know whatever it may be where it's like i'm trying to get back to that you know feel that first feeling you know what i mean that yeah. initial feeling but I, mean, I think a lot of it in my opinion is more of that just 
instinctual like yo i mean you, you with over the experience now it's more or less like now that you've seen a lot of different things you've experienced a lot of different things trying to keep your mind clear the bruce lee shit where it's like empty the cup yeah. like yeah you just here we go and then just get into that you know what they say flow state or zone and you're just like you're just rattling off of feeling and i think it's cool because you can just record it and then you just get into those you know those grooves where it's like yo, I'm yeah. in the pocket. I'm in the pocket. Plus, plus you're, cre- you're creating something kind of like like you don't know what you're not even establishing yourself so much. You may have maybe like even in, in rap right, you have a, like a genre, a main idea, but you're still trying to establish different feels to it, right? Like I I list on Friday Saturday night, right? Mm. I'm driving around and I'm listening to Doggy Style, right? Which I sit there and Snoop is around 19 and 20 years old when that came out, and when I listen to it, I'm like this shit is so fucking fire right that that to me i don't care what anybody says has to be in one of the top five albums for rap of all time like go back and listen to the flow the beats everything right like that again i know and i can be biased because i'm I'm west coast dude when i go back and i listen to it it still gives me goosebumps like this dude was 19 20 years old right and to me that made me love Snoop Dogg. But every album after that wasn't as good to me, right? And I think the same way for the most part with Eminem, you know? Eminem's first album, you're sitting there. Now, his second one, you know, I sit back with this back, as this back, this, but it still, for me, didn't feel as dope as the first one. Still dope, right? And then after that, after the first two, it was just these drop-off, in my opinion. And it's weird because for the most part, at least with rappers during that time, their first album or two were some of their hottest ones. And then it was just kind of a big tell-off. Now, granted, the only person I could say, well, not only person, Dr. Dre's official second album, which is crying in 2001, because the time passed so long. <laughs> I, I don't know if somebody could say Chronic is better or not, but I, was def- I would definitely, for me, I would say 20, 2001 was way better as a sonic in overall thing, you know? And and he it was like the it was like it was like, hey, we're about to have an all-star game. Every every dope rapper at the time get on this, every dope writer, because Jay-Z had wrote some of those lyrics on that, right? Boom. Segway. Yeah, dog. So ghostwriting. How does that work? If these albums were known to have ghostwriters, do the Snoop and you know Well there's rumors that like Drake ghost wrote for for uh for Little Wayne for a while. And you oh. can tell that Dre didn't write his own because you can tell like how he wrote rap at the time it was uh it was like oh this is definitely Eminem writing his stuff you know what I'm saying or some of his stuff. So there you go. Does Dre go down as ultimate producer or ultimate artist? I'd probably say more of a producer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But he is one of the most influential producer artists, if not the most uh, influential. And I, I'm not gonna just say him, but just NWA as a whole is one of the most influential groups of all time. Not the, not maybe the greatest group, but if you talk about the legacy they left on in, on, on rapid hip-hop, they may be the, the greatest based off the legacy, right? Like you talk about, so you just talk, just Drake, right? Dre and all the people he touched and the music he's touched. And then you have Ice Cube and all the, like Ice Cube was a dope rapper and, and in the 90s, you know, in that time, to be, to be honest with you, I liked Ice Cube more than I liked Tupac. I think there's a lot of people who hold on to Tupac a lot, and I'm like, did you ever like listen to really what what Ice Cube was saying and rapping? No Vaseline, all that 
payback. They say payback to motherfucker. But uh, you know, like he's just, like his flow and stuff at that time was so nasty, you know. And then he would drop off when he started doing push rhymes like white, even though I like that song. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He wrote for a lot of people, but then not only that, but his his uh, his. Well, one he was in Boys Boys in the Hood, right? And then another thing was he also made Friday, right? And so him trying to be a rapper getting into the movie industry and start writing films and doing stuff made ways for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then and then let's not even just sleep on like uh, Easy E. And although I'm like Easy E as a rap, rapper was whatever, you know, like you t- look at the beef that they had between the group. And then like as much as we 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 forget. Bone Thugs and Harmony ruled for a while. I'd probably say 90s. until about 2001. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, and then a drop off. It. They killed it. They killed it. I'm gonna miss the end, man. <laughs> you know, I was literally listening to Butt Smokers Only, Butt Smokers Only, Only. Very and unique. Very unique talent for sure. Very. Take talented. a hit of the reefer and smoke it. That was so fire, man. That shit is very representative of our youth. But yeah, no, I mean, how does that work? Like, uh, from that standpoint of the ghostwriting situation, like there's, you know, like you said, there's a lot of those situations where, you know, Q, Brian Free, the E, uh, you know, Jay-Z doing the whole Foxy and all that whole gang, uh, B.I.G. with, you know, Lil' Kim, um, you know, the Jay-Z and Dre. It's like, has that evolved at least the way that, you know, people look at, you know, artists today where it's like, oh, you know, there are ghostwriters, we just kind of accept it now, or is it those things where it's like, yo, if you ain't writing your own stuff, you ain't real. Yeah, so it's funny because rap is one of the main ones that people say that for when there's been, like, no one ever says that about R&B, you know? Fuck no. Nah. No, no one, said, no one says that about, like, the uh, instinct or anything. Yeah, or country, you know? Because yeah. country's known to, to steal songs and do the same thing, right? Yeah. You know, like, Elvis was known to steal a lot of songs, right? Oh. It's just what happens is because when you come off as a hardcore person, and people are and people like maybe the hood mentality they gonna check you for that you know what i'm saying because when you say something on an album that's people like they, we, we can't we can understand that an actor can act a role but we cannot understand that a musician can act a role yeah that is strange a weird double standard that is why is that right like we understand that one of my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio roles was in Django of all time. Okay. Like that's one of my favorite, like how he was able to get into that role and act it so, so well, in my yeah. opinion, and yeah. saying words that he's not usually comfortable with. And he said, I'm going to do it. Right. Talk about the phrenology of the brain and everything. That was, dope. that was like first, that was dope. Right. And then we can disassociate ourselves from that. Right. And know that he's an actor, but when you're a rapper or you're a person because you're supposed to rap, tell the lives of certain things, you cannot do that because then you are fake. Did that change, or was that always a thing? I, I think it might be changing now, for sure. But then you got weird, like you got was it Takeshi Six Nine or whatever, like yeah. And and there's just a lot of like. I mean, I think we, I think we just hold music so much more near and dear to the art part as a people overall. You know what I'm saying? Like even me, like sometimes I'm a, I'm a, I'm a snob on it. I'm like such a stupid snob on that. Like, like, 
I don't really care for Cardi B, you know? And and I can't disassociate that she's out there having her own fun, right? Because mm. I think movies are, well, the weird part too is I know movies are influential. I mean, one of the most influential is obviously Matrix in the last couple of years, right? Boom. I know movies are influential, but I feel like words and songs are more influential than the movies for some reason. I think they're both. Uh, depends on the percentage, but I think it just it covers both bases. If you're trying to get a you know message out, or you're trying to get some kind of weird control, like we talked about earlier, uh, I think they equally pump out as much as both. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, see, I, I mean, I, I, like I said, like I think more on music because it's uh, easily created faster than movies. Uh, makes sense. Yes. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. While yes. Uh, while most movies, right, are are like are you, you're shutting off your brain. For the most part and then you have some which is weird because like some of the best movies are the ones that make you think outside of what you're normally thinking and those those ones are probably not like blockbuster as far as cash value in the movie theater but dope you know like you have to in order to do it well i think you have to do what matrix does where you you have a dope ass message but you use add enough action and all these other elements to get people to be like oh i'll watch it you know mm-hmm that does make um, sense yeah the action part is i think what everybody stuck to like all the sequencing but then it hinted within the movie is like oh that is a fascinating theory you have there my friend <laughs> well 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 cuz to me to me there's so you know how many people get like i feel like scarface like there, there's people there's people who who are in the gang like mentality like scarface is so dope and blah blah and then i'm like some of you guys missed the message though Right. I mean, they, like, they actually like, doubled down on it. Like, look at Narcos being like number one show on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, and they doubled down on it, and it was because about the drug life or whatever, right? But, but some of these, and I haven't really watched Narcos, but I, I'll say in Scarface, it was like the pursuit of happiness and being rich in America, right, and doing all that stuff. But he also sold himself so much that it ended costing his life, right? Mm-hmm. His family's life, right? Yeah. Pursuit of greed and all the other stuff, right? And there's so many people like, oh, he was so gangster. And it's just like, but he cost his life on doing that. And yet people doubled down on that, like, yeah, Scarface. Like, and to me, I'm like, you you definitely missed the bigger picture of the of, of the story of the rise and fall See, of and the right. That's what's strange of how people, you know, what they get from movies or what they get from any type of consumption of you know, to any type of media. That, that's why it is a fascinating conversation because, you know... Yeah, like never said, get high off your own supply. And you did that too, hey, right? That, see, that's what I'm saying. It, it's trying to, you know, understand what it is that you're listening to or what you're watching, I guess, to some degree. But it sucks because you don't really give it any thought until you get to an age where you're like, fuck, <laughs> what's been going on the last 20 years? And then you have to go back and, you know, think about it. Like, I was just thinking about, like, you know, little things I used to watch when I was a kid, like... Bozo the clown and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, like on Scarface, I had one friend. I read one friend told me he was like, yeah, he didn't. It was about following rules. He didn't follow rules. He would have been alive because he didn't kill the. He didn't kill the guy with the kid in there. He said, "We don't kill kids, right?" Yeah. And it was just a level of thing he wasn't willing to do. Yeah. And because he didn't kill the guy because there was a kid in there, then then like it's like he didn't follow the rules. And he's like, well, he didn't want to kill the kid, right? But then there's also all these other things too. It's like, yeah, he didn't follow the rules, but he also wasn't willing to kill someone, innocent kid because of that and other stuff. And, yeah, and morals. Yeah, and it was like, he had a code, right? <laughs> yeah. to, to extent. And so I think he killed his 
his best friend when he started fucking with his sister. You know what I'm saying? But that was his code too, I guess. Like, why you fuck with you know, not to fuck with my sister. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's a code that is like almost, you know, you could relate to. I think that's why it's it's the storyline of what you know those ideas are. It's very romanticized, you know, because there's a kind of a almost like a anti-hero effect. You know what I mean? Where it's like you're rooting for him because it's this rags to riches story and, you know, shooting for the stars and never, you know, stopping the hustle, you know, you know, die on your shield type thing, you know, however it's contemplated. So, know? so it's funny you say it. Cause like, I think at what I came to grips with people don't like good people, right? They like, yeah. they like the people who are in between, like, like what I mean by that is like, so like Superman is perfect in the DC world. Right. And mm. I hate Superman. It's, he's just perfect. Mm. But I fucking love Batman. Why? Because he has that edge of darkness to him, right? He'll beat the crap out of someone. Well, he is a human. I, he has no superpowers. He's just rich. He has no superpowers. <laughs> he's rich, but he'll beat the crap out of you, and he'll stalk you. He'll beat you up, right? He got yeah. a little edge to him, right? Yeah. And I only say it because it's like, when I look at, like, for the most part, uh, what people will find attractive or follow, it's it's some of these these tropes of, like, having the tattoo always looking serious or whatever having that like you're hard or you 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 uh in the penis off a certain no 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 oh i was like what yeah i was not <laughs> i haven't man i haven't said a penis joke in like almost three podcasts man come on <laughs> i've made any reference to penises oh you're uh, you're sophisticated now what <laughs> I, I grew up i got a kidney i'm like ah this one got an old penises. man's kidney that's like, like oh i was like sophisticated this, kidney mm. as, as i as i drink wine like mm. Oh, the tannins. Uh, the yeah. tannins. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, beneath me. Yeah, yeah that's it. beneath me. Uh, but like, like I just, I mean, it is my one-sided thing. But it's like, there's this whole like, there's been studies where, where like, if a guy looks like he's smiling on a picture, he he's not as attractive as a guy who looks. Serious. He's weak. <laughs> weird, weird, right? Yeah, I don't know weird, why that right? is. Like, like if you look at if you look at like the history of like okay, so I mean, even though Martin Luther King is very praised, when you look at the history of Jesus Christ, right, and you talk about him back to this giving, loving, or whatever, they crucified him. No way in the world can anybody be this pure. When people come around with a purity and a kindness, there's some idea that there's something wrong with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you don't say that. Why do I have to waste my time standing up and yelling at someone or doing it? Make sure you have your boundaries. Why do I need to stretch about these things, right? But for some reason, people who are a little bit more rougher, direct, or certain ways, right? People love that shit, you know? People yeah. tend to like that, you know? Um, There's an audience for it. I do agree. And it usually seems to attract more people than the ultra nice person, you know what I'm saying? I think if we had to play devil's advocate, I think to our talking point earlier about movies and music, I think in concert together slowly changes, you know, how we interpret those things. I think like what you're saying is just kind of a quote unquote engineered, you know, kind of thing to the mind. I think throughout the years, for sure. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, that's why we kind of just have altered the world somehow through our mental state and then kind of spoken into existence where we're writing in laws and creating a social environment, inheriting those very things that we've been, you know, 
kind of have been fed to us through you know a lot of media throughout like, the years. Like, like the word seeing on social media to me is like, oh, every man says, I'm a beast. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. Cool. I, I guess. You know, like, I'm always in it in a way it's like, I'm a beast. And it's like, okay, everybody's a beast. You know? Like, and that's not to sit there and not say you shouldn't have confidence in yourself. It's just funny that there's this level of idea that say that you are a beast and to make it seem like no one else is a beast, but you're trying to make it like, ah, I'm a beast on this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, sure you are. Let's go up to go to the next level see what happens you know what i'm saying it's that weird it's that weird like hey you know i'm pretty good at this it's more like this whole over aggressive like i'm a beast in this shit and it's like okay sure you know and it's that and that's been acceptable that 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 whole trope of that you know and i'm not trying to shit on anybody does it i'm just saying it's just these are funny things to me you know that you can see someone say that and you're like you're not even physically athletic you can't or you're not even doing this but you you're a beast i, I guess you know if that makes you feel better if it helps you sleep at night you know people are fascinating but that's why social media is one of those weird things it's kind of like that uh that idea it, have you seen the it's trailer a fart for chamber new, is what we call it but that's what i'm saying have you seen that uh have you seen that new trailer with that ryan reynolds movie um which one i forgot what it's called I don't want to say the fall guy, but it's something like that where he's oh, like, the one where the video game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As fall, um, fall guy. It almost seems like with, you know, what you're describing on social media and kind of how people are oh, slowly getting to this, you know, avatar type situation where you kind of have this online presence as a unique individual. Yeah. At some point it, 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 there's the prophecy, the, uh, the idea that we're all going to be kind of tuned into some weird virtual world right and we'll kind of transfer whatever that is into that virtual world and kind of be in there kind of clicked in 24 7 you know what i mean like you just kind of we kind of already like that on our on our phone right that's why i can't wait to see what the matrix says and unlocks for us to be like y'all just caught in it like even though we created the matrix for you to think freely now you guys are not thinking freely anymore because you're all connected to the device it's back to the matrix you know yeah you are now just a you know a energy source for you know the robots that you created yeah <laughs> facebook or our uh meta or whatever they call it the metaverse yeah we've come to use you as just energy vessels yeah. and we just harvest your organs for more energy <laughs> like what I mean, I mean, I don't know what the Matrix Four holds in store, but if Matrix One is any kind of interesting indicator, if you're into the simulation theory to some degree or some kind of version of, you know, uh, I don't know, what is that? What would what would you call that theory of how they describe everything? In the Matrix, or yeah, in the Matrix. I guess it would be more of the um, what you call it theory the. Um... Got the one computer where simulated reality yeah so, yeah simulation theory because what happens is over time kind of like the the what do they call it the the ship of theseus so i don't know if you ever watched the the um wandavision thing but it was kind of the, uh, the the idea is like like part of it was the idea of like you have this boat right but the boat decays over time and you replace it with with new parts right to fix the boat and over time original parts are no longer there and it's all new parts does that mean the 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 new the boat is not still the boat you know or is it or is it something else right Oof. 
so so it was like so the I, so the idea is like you know you, you in a way like because all the parts started taking out it's not the original boat anymore but it's still the boat because you mm-hmm. fixed it you know it still serves the same purpose but it's no longer of its original of, of its original pieces yeah yeah so so in assimilation theory right is like over time you're looking at that like the reality is moving back and forth to the simulation that over time the simulation now becomes reality mm. you know we've what i'm saying over we've switched over and we've i mean i mean you see it like there's so many people who have to have to make sure that their youtube account or their 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 uh i mean because they become dependent on it right like it's a source of money it's a source mm-hmm. of whatever fame oh yeah, yeah that yeah. that is now their reality they have to make sure that they upgrade their tiktok or their their instagram account you know like hold on let me make sure i get these likes up you know mm-hmm. because that generates their their reality money that that the online currency creates into a reality money you know yeah like see that's so strange because then are we headed that way where we're just gonna wake up and plug in and then plug out just for you know bathroom breaks and eating and then plug back i mean in. i kind of do that for work right i, I work I mean, that's what I'm saying, it. I, right it's I'll not too in, far I'll off plug it up plug it in plug it in you know what i'm saying i mean how far is this from that thing that they put in matrix you know when they put it in the actual back of the head yeah. it's like it's know. just I mean, in our ears but i mean <laughs> it's essentially the same idea to a varying degree a very low level degree but it's like yo i'm gonna go learn how to fly a helicopter and you can just look it up, like, it'll learn how to fly a helicopter. Somebody made a tutorial about it. I mean, it might not be accurate, but you could probably do some research and figure it out, at least mentally. And now, can you do it? That's the weird part. Are we capable of these kind of things with this technology that we've been given? And have we had this technology before? That's what is even crazier. Because it's like, did we just reset the game on ourselves? Do we do this to ourselves all the time? Like, is this some weird thing we do to ourselves? And it's like a fun game we do? Like, it puts us back on the map and then it just gives us clues and then we have to figure out what it is. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I think, I think it's all that, man. I think, I think like, I think we were set every, I mean, I don't know because the, the history says that we didn't, but I think in the future it will be like that where it's going to be like a, a loop, you know, because the technology has came so far, right. Or we'll it'll like things will happen and it'll just reset itself, you know, um, speaking, speaking of, sorry, uh, side note. We were talking about, I guess, in the government. So, be, what you should try to watch if you have the chance, if you have HBO Max, is Four Hours at the Capitol. If you haven't watched that already, okay, okay. It, it's a, it's about, it's about the, um, it's about pretty much the coup that people were throwing from the the Proud Boys, and you know the the obviously it is a one sided. I mean, it's actually there's a lot of Proud Boys talking about what went down. You know. Oh. Um, but uh, and then it had some of the police officers. So it was just talking about the whole like riot and how how it went down there and the, the insurgents or whatever that was going down. It's it was pretty fascinating in my opinion. Kind of like you know like the people got to that level to feel that way and to see that you know part of it when i watched it i was like yeah you know some of it didn't need to be as escalated by the cops right but it's just crazy to know that that thing went on for hours Mm. like a constant like like the battle 
that the officers and the and the, and the Proud Boys slash because you know you, you have Proud Boys and you have the Trump supporters mixed together. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not saying that they're all the same, but some people who showed up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's crazy, dude. I think you, like it's it's an interesting watch. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I I, I definitely watch. It. I'm not really too familiar with the event itself, um, but yeah, I'll definitely give it a watch. I've been watching some interesting. Uh, things like that to some degree a little more on the comedic side but still more fascinating just because it's kind of uh these events oh, I mean, that are happening you know what i mean there's a part where the this guy and he had me laughing just because he, he took time to be in the capital and then like let's smoke some weed bro like he just like mm-hmm. stopped and smoked weed instead of the capital and then like loaded it up on instagram which i'm just thinking like there's a part of me like mm, and you really thought this was going to be a good idea you know what i'm saying like weed's legal in certain places, but not throughout the cat, you know, the nation. You know, but it's just like it's freedom. just an interesting, huh? yeah. Freedom, it's like freedom, freedom, freedom. <laughs> you know, I, I just want to like our freedoms are getting taken away. It is just kind of like I mean, it, it just it, it's 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 just funny because it's like on both sides, right? It's it, that some people are literally arguing the same thing. Yeah, they don't realize it. Yeah. That's what sucks is because that's how, you know, at least the way they're trying to depict it on TV is where that divided. But I don't think we are. I think we're catching on to their bullshit again. Gas is at all time high. We They try to act like we're hella divided. People really ain't divided like that. Mm-hmm. I think we're just coming around to it. It's just well, we're definitely, I think we're, we're all fed up overall. It's that's what I'm saying. It feels like, like that time when remember when Bush got a shoe thrown at him? Oh, I don't remember that honestly. That that look, I was in the military at that time, so a lot of stuff I couldn't, I didn't watch, I didn't see. Oh, okay, so you, you know, what I'm saying, you know. I just remember that as at least the way that it, it felt was this. It was on a very downturn. You know what I mean? At least his approval rating was like very sinking low, meaning everybody in the country was upset. Meaning like, oh, there's some unity happening. <laughs> so that's why the transition to Obama was kind of like, oh, relief. We got hope. That was kind of his whole, you know, driving campaign. Yeah, kind yeah. Of propelled same, him into same, presidency. Same thing. Same thing, with, uh, in my opinion, with Trump, right? Yeah, same. Same. The, the, like, the oh, too much. Eight years with, of this. We need to, yeah. you know, fucking, you know, turn back. There's but a lot if of you realize, yeah. Upset. yeah. There's a lot of people upset and a lot of people who felt like they weren't being represented by Obama mm-hmm. that propelled Trump. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people who were like, no, we need something outside the system to fix the system. Mm. Right? Yeah, I mean that's why that's where I heard a lot. It's like we we need a non politician in order to fix politics. Yeah, I mean think about it. up until Obama, essentially, it was a Bush or a Clinton in office since like eighty four, and then it goes to Obama, and then Obama's there for eight years, and then Trump four, and then now we're on to Biden. So, I was gonna say I, I thought Bush was 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 Bush from H W. Bush was from. Yeah, the, yeah, it was from I thought 84. he only served 88 to 92. He served too, right? Didn't he? Or was he vice president know. and then president? Maybe he, he was, I think he was vice president. Huh. Under Reagan, see, right? uh, yes. So, okay, I mean, he was in office technically, so you're right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yo, how long? That motherfucker's been there forever. <laughs> so essentially, we've had a family and then, you know, another family kind of. Because he only did one term, I believe. Yeah, okay. he did one term. Uh, the vice president, the first four. Dane Quayle. Yeah, but he was the he was the vice president then in eighty four. 
I, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go then. So I mean, who think is about the, who it. Who is it? Uh, Reagan. Yeah. Reagan, did Reagan do two terms? Uh, I think so. Because the second Carter term was, was when he was getting become like, and he was becoming all. Yeah, he did, he did two terms, and yep, yeah, damn, damn. We, well, so we can just say further than that. A Bush has been in the office from Since CIA. 1981. I'm talking about in office, like presidential. Oh, in office, yes. Since, since the 1980. Yeah. Come on, bro. So, like, <laughs> Come pretty on, much bro. her whole life, pretty much her whole life until Obama went in, there was a Bush. Yeah. So, I mean, think Clinton. about it Bush or a Clinton. And then, you know, now we're looking at who's who. So, is Obama is, you know, is he in aligned with, you know, kind of that world? At least from a party line, yeah. So that's kind of his representative where Trump is from the Bush, but he isn't. So it's like, well, he's seems like he's an outcast, <laughs> especially well, I mean, for serving four terms. He, he was originally a or Democrat uh, one term, head. sorry, one term. But, uh, yeah, he was originally a Democrat in like the 80s or, or whatever. There you go. See, so it's yeah. almost like, is it just now the way the game works? It's just whatever is, you know, the flavor of the year. And it doesn't really matter what party it is because it's like everybody's playing on the same team. Oh, let me see. Was Trump a Democrat? Active in the Democratic Party, Truman. No, it's Truman. Sorry, I read right there. Oh. Before he became president. Sorry. I just like sometimes I just want to because I don't know if he was prior to his his thing. I think he was more was Donald Trump a Democrat long before the ultra wealthy real estate man. Donald Trump won. So. He was never in office though. He was he, he was a, he a was a Democrat dude. when he, he was a part of the Democratic Party prior to joining. The, before he was went in the office, but yeah, but it wasn't until like Obama where he was like, where uh, he started to push more on the the Republican side. Yeah, so it's it's strange because I don't know how we're going to analyze this situation in ten years. I'm fascinated because you kind of see this all play out to kind of see the effects of it, but you know, it is quite fascinating. I'm I'm curious to see that um, that that doc because i think to your point it's the same there there's a lot of similarities <laughs> you know what i mean like i was watching channel 5 news which was the uh, old uh, all gas no breaks you ever seen that dude i forgot his name but it's like a it, it's it's quirky but it's it's interesting reporting because he's kind of just going to these events around the around the the country mm-hmm. and he's just there like interviewing people like the actual people on the ground and he's like mm-hmm. at you know these BLM rallies, for instance, I think, or, uh, or not BLM rallies, but uh, he was there at the Derek Chauvin trial. He was he did another segment where he was at um, uh, like a Trump kind of thing or a, a right wing or a QAnon meeting that he was at one of those weird one of those meetings too. So he's kind of just there and he's just kind of trying to find random people and just ask questions and. It's, it's quirky how he, he does it, but what I've noticed in that is the same thing. It's like, damn, on both sides, there's, extre- there's extreme, you know, examples of people on either side that seem very similar. And I think, you know, coinciding with your point about everybody is more similar than they are different. And I think they're just trying to, you know, run a narrative where we're at odds as opposed to being more unified. 
Yeah, sorry that uh, when you said QAnon, I forgot about the QAnon uh, shaman guy. Oh shit! Damn, see, that's the, what the, the guy that the, the guy that was in the the um, it's actually kind of funny, but not funny. The guy that's uh uh that had the horns on in the in the in the oh that that uh that photo that iconic photo iconic and and actually when I watched it he was he at one point he was kind of being reasonable like. He's like, hey, hey guys, let's not try to do this. You know, there's it, it's crazy because it, there were some people in that whole thing after a while were trying to be reasonable too. Like, all right, let's let's like stop, you know. But um QAnon shaman to plead guilty in US Capitol right. I guess he put and supposedly I think well, this is CNN, so it's definitely one sided, but um I think he also kind of denounced like Trump. It was this weird thing, like, and I have to look it up. This is according to Mike saying this, but I guess he denounced Trump after, like, they he didn't really do anything for him. Acknowledge, yeah, acknowledge him when it was like, and I and I get part of it. It's like, it's not, I, I don't expect Trump to be like, hey, yeah, thank you guys for doing this. He's like, of course you're going to be legal and be like, oh no, I never said all that stuff because you don't want to get accountable for that, right? But at the same time, I also understand why someone denounced you. Like, he was like, wait a minute, I wrote for you for what? You know. Mm, for the most you part, go. you know what I'm saying? It's fascinating because who are these presidents? Who are these people? And the fact that they have some clout is fascinating. How we interpret it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's this girl, Ashley Babbitt, that that's the girl that died. I got shot. Oh, at the Capitol? Yeah, at the Capitol. By a cop. Which, by a cop, yeah. Like she, she, uh, I guess there was a hard line that they had where they're like, don't go past this. And, and she kind of, um, made the move or, or went there and the dude just shot automatically, I guess. And I, and I missed it. And it, it doesn't, you know. But she did break the law. To, I mean, they all broke the law. Oh. So you know you're saying they, they all should have been. I, I just I, I i mean maybe just made the question if there were if black people did that at a capital would they have been shot what there have been worse actions you know what i'm saying i don't know would there have been i i i mean it, it's hard because here's the thing here's the thing that i would say when i was looking at it i was like what do you do do you want to spill american blood for this right like because that's that's the hardest thing to do is sit there like people would be fine to kill people from other countries right but the moment you're looking at it and like you know and you're trying to uphold the law and there and these people are trying to speak or whatever and you're like do you kill do you spill american blood for this you know the people that you're you're sworn to pr- protect and serve right yeah. and then now you know and now they're being kind of aggressive but you're like i gotta try to protect them as much as i can now granted you know, black people get killed often, you know, like not often, but black people get killed by cops. So like there's a part of me where the military part of me is like, if that was any other group in searching group, most of the time you would have just let let fire, you know? Yeah. But it's also like cops and- dealing with civilians. Military is different because military will never be on, you know, USO doing some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm, unless there's a uh, national guard. Well, because you got to get national guard, but sometimes if it's really that bad, then the military will. You know, it has to be domestically. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, should should you be talking about this? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Should we be talking about this? Is this it, it, classified? So, 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 you, so, so you have you will have the National Guard for all that, but if it got to like a part where it was like there's a war in our country, because think about this, right? Oh yeah, all the special Civil ops war, guys. Civil War was was military people, right? Uh, the Independent War, right? Was it like? like an actual army versus an army or was it like militia v militia well okay it was a militia v uh v army or whatever the army. British, right? oh, okay. yeah but then you had army uh, army versus army in a civil war you know what i'm saying mm. which was a war within the people if there were if push comes to sub and somebody was insert inserting their government and coming here the military would be here on top of the police. national guard for first we'll start with the national guard right and the after guard, police and then, and then and national then, guard yeah, and, and then, after guard and then if if the national guard isn't then you're like yo drop bombs over baghdad you know in america you would have the because i mean because if that's the case then why would we have all these bases all over and not doing you know what i'm saying like you'd use the national guard for the the, the, the first part but after that you, you'll definitely call in the military you know if something happened it's, in our own country yeah, if something got that amongst big. each other, amongst each other, because aren't you talking about that like the civil war? Yeah, idea? yeah. Uh, uh, amongst each other, it, it would have to be a very egregious part. You know, it have to be a really large group of large to overcome the national guard. You know what I'm saying? A of, large group of, of people. How many people do you think enlisted in the national guard? I don't even know, like a couple of hundred thousand. Okay, how many people live in America? <laughs> 330 million people plus. All right, so let's just say a third of that is going to war and the other yeah, other two-thirds is staying home. That's still going to yeah, outnumber yeah. National Guard. Yeah, but you wouldn't have the same amount of weaponry. You know what I'm saying? Like the heavy True. duty. But now, like, just like, okay. there, so now are we talking about they would put down people of, you know, domestic thing under whose orders? It would have to come from the president for sure. So then, you know now what, I mean? what does that look? You have a president who's barking orders to kill people on their own soil. What does that look like? If that it's looks a like, that it, looks it, like but, the massacre but, at Tiananmen Square. Same, but, at, <laughs> but at the same time, but at the same time, if you ask it as domestic terrorists, then that will give them. But didn't that happen in China in Tiananmen Square? Where they actually look, look, killed like the protesters or a protester. I don't know if it was yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, run them so over, is that right? where we're like going? run them over with a tank or whatever. What, what was it? One it was that like, protest, some... but yeah, there was something to that effect. I mean, I'm I don't know, I'm not a historian. I never looked deep into it, but I know it was controversial like that because it was like, yo, this will just, you know, just killed some protesters. <laughs> like a lot of them. Like, uh, no, no, no. But yet it's like, oh well, oh, that's not our country. <laughs> like and, and it's weird. All well, right, and, and, it's weird, and, and it's weird because like you know the difference between like well I don't know I have to look at it, but once the protesters get violent, what are you supposed to do? Well, that's what I'm saying. We've never had it at least to our knowledge, right? At least anything I mean, to well, that nature. Nothing I mean, past I mean, the national like, guard. Like black Black Lives Matter. Like shit. Think, think about 2020 and how nuts it was. There was mm-hmm. right like there at one point when you had to shut down, people were like, "Yo," and this is fear mongering. 
we had shut down, right? And we were like, okay, let's stay in home or do it. Like, oh, how are we supposed to get out and get food? No answers, right? And then yeah. you heard people being up in arms and getting angry. And then people were like, make sure you, 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 you know, you hammer wood on your, your windows. Because, like, I remember going through thinking, like, are people going to riot throughout the street? We can't get food and try to, like, do the end of the day type of stuff? Yeah. You know, and that was some of the fear that people were throwing out there, you know? True. And then by, like, the fourth or fifth day, I was like, nothing's going down. Yep. You know? I agree. And then, but then when you look at, like, when Black Lives Matter was rioting and, and, and looting, right? I don't yep. know if a lot of them were throwing things at police officers, per se. Yeah. I, I, I have to look again, it, it, you know, because, like, everything is, is a blur on certain things. But, you know, the ones, at least in Sacramento, and people who are just writing random stories, that's fucked up. That's trash. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if any of them were doing things to... That's just me. It's like, why are you destroying businesses that have nothing to do with what happened, you know? If you had an issue with the cops, then you just talk to them, right? Um, and some and the crazy thing is some of the cops, like, if it was about the... Uh, uh, George Floyd thing was like, be mad at the Minnesota police or whatever, you know, or whatever. Like, you, you took it out on all cops. It had no, I was like, I had nothing to do with this. I'm in California, right? But I mean, that's, I'm just you know, not, you know, thinking really. They just kind of yeah. go out on emotion. But that's how it goes, right? It's like, you know, and then you had, so you have the cops, but I don't know, I don't recall, I don't remember seeing if people were violently throwing things at the cops, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the moment you do that, then I'm like, well, the cops are there to allow you to say whatever you want to say, but they have to protect a certain area. Now, once you make it an attack towards the cops, now be prepared. You know what I'm saying? True. I'm just fascinated to know what is it that we were, what was it that was really being fighting for? Like, what was we willing to die for? What was the this testimony? That are you talking about? Are you talking about on the on the um the the was the four hours on the Capitol? Uh, yeah. So a lot of like like people were at the time they were saying that the uh, the people there were protesting because the election was rigged. You know they're saying the election was rigged. They got stolen. You know, and they a lot of people believe that, and so they wanted to be there, right? And then it got kind of just to a certain part of violence because the, some of the Proud Boys and the people there were like, "We are upset. Our voices are being heard, and and they're trying to steal us. You know, they're trying to take away our livelihood." You know, which mm-hmm. is, like I said, ironic because a lot of the things that people Black Lives Matter and people are arguing about being able to speak and live a livelihood, right? Um, and so that's how it started off, right? Yeah. Now, there was a guy that got shot in the mouth with like a rubber bullet or whatever, and they do was bleeding throughout his mouth, right? I don't know what incited that, but when I look back at it, I was like, okay, that is probably something that a cop incited more of the issue you know what i'm saying because then they started to get rowdy after that you know and you have a lot of angry people then getting rowdy and then pushing pushing on the the barricades and coming up and cops to try to stop and then they had to be like get back and hit hit people to stay in a certain thing right and people just get more upset you know they say that one person is not bad when you get a group of people then that's where the mob is the the, the scary thing not a person that's not a worry but the mob and you get them that's a that's the issue but you just have to watch it because it's like it's very interesting in a way it went down it's crazy because you'll see how 
some cops did dealt with it, right? Uh, some people now have a PTSD towards it. You know, and then you'll see how some some people who were for the president and 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 the Proud Boys are like, nah, man, f that. I'm not doing that stuff again. You guys weren't there for me. You know, I was there for this whole cause, and you guys weren't even there for me. Shit. No, I took my medicine when I first got on. Never mind. All good. Sky high. Number 49. Appreciate it, brother. Always a good thing. Sky high. Always. You know how yeah. it goes. Noxu cow. Noxu cow. Thank you, brother.